The following is a presentation of Real Racing USA. This is Joe Irwin. And this is Wayne Jefferson. From Jefferson Irwin Racing. And you're listening to Real Racing USA. Man from uh, formerly of Merritt Island landed in a Hooters Pro Cup ride, Travis Kittleson. Travis, how you doing tonight, brother? Not too good. Not too bad, guys. I appreciate you having me on tonight. No problem, man. So, uh... Moving up to the Pro Cubs, huh? Yeah, yeah. I've been uh, I've been talking with the Craigs now for a while and uh, got to know them a little bit. They've helped us out in our you know super late model stuff, let us borrow some things and whatnot. And um, there's been some discussion about possibly doing some stuff. And so I just uh, I really tried to pursue it a little bit more. And uh, here we are. We closed the deal, and we're going to run a full season and try to go after that championship. All right. Now, now, what have you been doing for the last few years? You, uh, what kind of racing? Where, where have you been racing at? Um, I've been really trying to see if I can't break into the NASCAR scene. I, I, uh, 2006, I ran a lot of late model stuff. I did the Speed Fest Speed Week, um, some random races in between, some past style series races, a um, couple truck races. Um, 07. Uh, we really focused on trying to get a great opportunity in, you know, any of the NASCAR races. We got two races with Morgan Dollar um, and one race with Joe Gibbs and I think two, one race with uh, Bobby Dodder. So we got a few races in last year, but none of them turned out the way they needed to be. Uh, You know, some due to bad luck, some due to the fact, I think, that uh, only running four races a year, you can only stay so sharp when you're running against people that are running week in and week out. And uh, unfortunately, uh, that's kind of what happened. So this year, uh, I'm just really excited to put this deal together with uh, JCR3 and Bob Steele Chevrolet and go out there and run something full-time week in and week out in the Hooters uh, Pro Cup Series. Now, Travis, uh, you know, you got the full schedule for the Hooters Pro Cup, but what's it going to be like to run at the Rock? Oh, man, I I tell you what's really ironic about that, and when they tell me I was going to run at the Rock, it just made me smile because uh, I had gone to uh, the Buck Baker driving school, I think it was probably 98 or 99 with my uncle, and uh, I just thought that was really funny how it just comes full circle like that, and here I am, uh, I'll be running back at the Rock, even though, you know, it's been shut down for so long, you just never stopped at the that that opportunity would come again. Yeah, yeah, we had we had Andy Hillenberg on, and, uh, and he was really excited. It was right when he first got the track, and uh, he was really excited and uh, talking about the Ar- bringing Arca and, and Hooters, and lo and behold, there they are. Yeah, 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 and I think it's going to put on a whale of a show, too. I've, uh, you know, when you get to places like that, uh, just big enough that I don't think it's going to separate the, the entire field. It's just going to make it that much more competitive. So you're going to run the uh, the Hooters South, I'm assuming, in uh, what is that a ten race ten race thing, and then the the, the five uh, championship races at the end. Yeah, I believe now it's um, it's going to be eight races, okay, and four championship uh, races. I got gotcha. you. Um, but there's um, we're hoping to maybe get a couple uh, extra races in. Um, they also have bought a uh, two ARCA cars, 
So there's there's an opportunity there where we might be able to run an ARC race or two if we can find the funding um, and put some stuff together. And I'm sure it, it's going to depend on how well we're doing in the Hooters Pro Cup, make sure that, you know, uh, we're not going to rob any attention from the Hooters uh, deal because, like I said, I, I think with the – with their equipment and everything over there at JCR3, there's a good chance I think we can contend for the championship. So how tough is it running in the Craftsman trucks, like actually getting out there and racing with them guys? How tough is that? I mean, put this in, give us some perspective on that. You know, it's it's really different. You know, it's kind of the same feeling I had when I ran my first ASA race. You know, when you step into the just the different everything, the the cameras around, the the mass amounts of people, the the incredible haulers, the equipment, everything's just different. It's a little intimidating just looking around, and let alone, uh, you know, racing these guys. Like I said, that they're racing week in and week out. Let alone testing, um, so they're sharp. And it's um, when you go out there, whether you're sharp or not, it's you know, it's it's a little intimidating at first. I know when I ran uh, some truck races in '06. And I had been running, you know, a fifteen twenty race late model schedule. Um, it was a little bit easier to get back out there and get up on the wheel and get up, go after these guys, uh, versus when you haven't been racing very long. And I mean, and if your car ain't handling, especially, it's uh, you know, you got people buzzing by you. It's nerve wracking, and um, you know, you just gotta you gotta brush it off and remember, you know. No different than any other vehicle you've really driven before. Now, how did how did you land that uh, one race with the Joe Gibbs car? Um, I was on a Chevrolet test they had uh, back in 2005, and um, I have ever since then I've kept contact with the people at Joe Gibbs, and you know just hoping for that one day an opportunity might present itself, and um, you know lo and behold there is a uh, uh, one race where. They thought that if we could bring uh, the funding, uh, a marketing partner in, um, you know, there might be an option, uh, availability there. And, you know, I thought, no way. You know, and the guy said, well, just keep this in mind. You know, we just don't let anybody drive our cars. So this is an opportunity that you need to jump on. And so we did. And, um, you know, it was, um, it, it didn't turn out the way we wanted to be. It, it was uh, 17th. It was my best finish in the Bush Series. But, you finish 17th in a car that's contending for the wins week in and week out, um, it's a little disappointing. It's a lot disappointing for me because what I knew the potential of that weekend could have been for, you know, a couple minor mistakes on a couple people's parts. Um, you know, I think part of it was my fault and stuff like that. But that was that was probably one of the biggest highlights of my racing career um, was running that deal and being around the camaraderie of that team who – you know, have been so stellar all year long, just contending for wins every week. They were a content, in contention to win a race. When when did you? Where did you race? Uh, Gateway. Oh, okay. It was uh, last summer, July, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's kind of tough, man. You got one chance, and you, you know, there's so many things that can go wrong. I mean, not even it doesn't even have to be like you said. It you know, some of it was your your fault too. But there's so many things. Uh oh. Uh, but anyway, so um, when when you go out there to do that, what I was getting at was that there's 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 more chances of things going. There's so many things that can go wrong. I mean, you could go into a pit stop, you could be 
you know, you know that from all the racing you've done. You could be on top of the game, man, go into a pit stop, have, have just have a bad pit stop, and the game be over. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's pretty much what put us in a position to uh, have what happened happen. The, you know, we, we were trying to uh, stay out under green. We had a long green flag run. I think it was like a 60-lap uh, green flag run. And uh, really tricky pit road. Thought for sure somebody was going to, you know, have an accident or, you know, overdrive it getting into the pits and hear a caution come out. Well, it never happened, and we were getting pretty short on fuel. So we had to come in pit, and uh, we lost a lap under green. But before that, we were plenty competitive. We never would have lost a lap, um, lack of performance uh, on my part or the car's part. Like, the car was running great times. And that's just how it is. Like it's just uh, you know, just one bad one bad call, one bad move, and things like that happen. And like my dad always told me, like if you ever go gambling, you can't ever gamble. You can't go to the table with scared money. Right. It never works out. That's right. That's more or less what I did. <laughs> yeah. Now you race. Uh, how, how many races did you run with Bobby Daughter? Uh. I think I ran one with him last year at Atlanta, mm-hmm. and uh, three with him the year before, Bristol, Vegas, and Nashville. Yeah. We we, we talked with Bobby Dodder not too long ago on our uh, O'Reilly uh, ASA Fastlane show, and uh, uh, I'd never had the opportunity to speak with him before, but we talked in at length and in-depth about about the truck series and uh, and, and how tough it is, um, and uh, he seemed like a pretty uh, pretty up-and-up up guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. You know, uh, there's a lot of people I've gotten to meet and talk to in this business, and I'd have to say by far uh, he's probably one of the most honest people in this business. Uh, straightforward, tells you the truth. Um, if there's, you know, anything he can do to help, he will help. And he helped me out a lot, gave me a few opportunities, uh, gave me my best trick uh, finishing a truck, uh, 16th at Nashville. It was actually my first race. And we had a, uh, you know, Two good runs going that year at Bristol and Vegas, and you know, got a flat tire under green at Bristol, and you know how that is—a half mile track at 14 seconds a lap. That's done. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, your day's done. Yeah. yeah, but Bobby made it very clear in the interviews. I mean, he he held, uh, he didn't hold too much back. Like you said, he he tells it straight as it is, and and without, you know, he wasn't he wasn't whining or complaining. He was just telling it how it is. It, exactly. It's about the money. You got to bring the sponsorship, and you got to put that marketing package together in order to win races, without any question. Exactly. Yeah. The way it, what it's come down to is, is who's really putting the got the most money to put into it. So now you're getting ready. You're gonna have to go after. You're gonna have to go do some battle with uh, people like Bobby Gill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it should be fun. Yeah, Bobby Gill, Mike Garvey. Uh, yeah. Uh, a lot of tough races, a lot of contenders. I'm sure uh, Clay Rogers will make it to a few races, if not all of them. Yeah. Um, you know Clay? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I know Clay. I know Bobby. I know Mike. Um, I got to meet a lot of them. Uh, Mark Perfala I've met a couple times. Um, but it's it's definitely not going to be a cakewalk, but I really think that there's a good chance that we can be a contender this year. And I'm, I'm just pumped. You know, I've been at the shop working with the guys and, their equipment's really nice. Um, I think uh, I think there's a great opportunity here, and I just really hope that uh, we can put it together and capitalize on it. What number did you get? Uh, it'll be 54. Okay. Uh, they've always had 54 throughout the years. I was really hoping they'd kind of let me get the 88 or the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not so much. Do you miss the late models, Travis? 
I miss them like crazy. You know, last year we sold a lot of stuff to try to make those races happen. And uh, that's the one thing I regret is getting rid of my late model. I miss going down to Lakeland and uh, New Smyrna and Orlando. I haven't been to Orlando in about four years. And I mean, it's the late models are just so much fun. We miss you, too, and uh, seeing you at those races. As a matter no of fact, doubt. people are all the time asking about you, too. And, uh, um you know, it, it is. We we miss you too, man. We can tell because, like, uh, you know, we had Kyle Bush down here for the Lakeland race this past weekend, and 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 you could tell he was just here to have fun, and he was having a ton of fun with that late model. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, there's just something different about him. You know, you can you can really hustle him. The horsepower to weight ratio is uh, equivalent to that of a cup car. Uh, you know, it's it's just. I can't tell you how much fun they are, and 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 racing with people that are out. You know, there's there's a few people that are out there just to have fun, and there's a couple people like Wayne Anderson, Dick Anderson, that make a living at it. So, I mean, between the two of that, you get some really good racing put on. You get people that don't care whether they wreck it, and people that uh, want to win to feed the put food on the table. Well, in, in most cases, you don't have the pressure that you have. I'm sure that you experience uh, when you move up the ladder a bit. Exactly. Exactly. So you you think you'll ever get back in one? Oh yeah, without a doubt. If um, uh, you know if the opportunity presents itself after the, you know the next uh, after this year, maybe the year after it, it would it would have to take uh, a good opportunity uh, to be able to build one because as we know they're pretty expensive. But uh, to replace that one we had, and um, you know with. Bob Steele partnering with JCR3, um, you know, is where most of our funds is going. So I would say without a doubt there will be another day where I have a late model. <laughs> I'm, I love them. I miss them. And, uh, you know, just being down there and close to home, the family gets to come and uh, go to the races, hang out in the pits. And like you said, there's no pressure. It's just fun. You know, there's family, you know, friends and family gather around in the pit area and, no big deal. It's not like the cup races. You really can't do that. It's too crowded and stuff like that. And talk a little bit about your sponsor, Bob Steele. Now that they have been with you for a long, long time. Yeah, you know, I I can't even put into words how much I appreciate what Kevin Steele, Bob Steele, the Steele family have done for me. Um, you know, it's they came aboard in like two thousand. Um, just actually, it was late 99, right before our very first win at Orlando Speed World. And, uh, you know, they've, they've been with us ever since. They've given us free reins on the designs of the cars, on, on what we want to run. They give us no pressure. Um, they enjoy it. You know, Kevin, uh, Kevin Steele, he likes to fly out to the races, especially, you know, when we get the, 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 the gateway race with Joe Gibbs and stuff. Um and I hope he gets to fly out to a lot this year uh, with Hooters, but they're just, it's its a family-oriented deal. I've been around, my dad's worked there for uh, about 26 years, 25 or 26 years now, and it's just a great place to be, you know, whether you're buying a car or working there, it's a happy home. And, uh, you know, they I grew up at the dealership, I remember... You know, I was driving cars around the dealership at nine years old. I just recently told Kevin that. I don't know. I <laughs> was too happy to hear that. But, um, that's where I spent my weekends. You know, I was I was at the dealership washing cars for $5 a pop. And I'll never forget Kevin Steele. I mean, he's he's been helping me ever since 
I think I was 13, he gave me a job at the dealership. And when somebody would buy a car, I was the person that washed it, scraped the stickers off, and vacuumed it out, you know, and got it ready for when they, um, after they got done buying it, you know, and drove it off. And uh, he said, I'll give you this job. I'll pay you $5 a car only if you deposit half your check in the bank across the street. And when I'd get my check, he'd walk with me across the street and make me deposit half that check. And, uh, uh, I mean, he's, he's been an influence in my life for a long time. And, you know, they're they're just a down-to-earth family. I mean, they help out the Finneys. Uh, the Finneys yeah. have known them for a while. And, I mean, it just shows what kind of people they are. Well, your name is... is uh inextricably linked with theirs. I mean, it's like they're they're the same. When you think of Travis Kittleson, you think of Bob Steele. Bob Steele Chevrolet. I mean, it's yeah. just part of it. Well, yeah, I'm glad to hear that. And I really hope that we can continue this. You know, I can't expect them to do it forever, but, uh, you know, even if there's any way that I can help them at thereafter, I would, you know, if I was on a team, I would try to put a little place in the quarter panel or something for them. But uh, I hope we can continue this relationship for, you know, as long as they can stand it. Have you done any testing? That That's very good, man, and, and I know you will. Have, have you done any testing with the Hooters cars yet? Not yet. We're looking at the middle of February uh, we're going to test. we got uh, one car they're finishing, um, and they got the, some of the other two to the paint booth, and uh, we should be good to go. Um so I would say probably sometime after the 15th. Yeah, and uh, then your first race will be? Lakeland, uh, March 15th. Yeah, you, 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 you know how to get around there. Homecoming event. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm really excited about. You know, I, I told him I, I'd really, I'm really working on them to try to get uh, some of the old school colors that we had, the black and silver, mm-hmm. you know, so it's more recognizable for you know any of the fans we have down there. And uh, so that'd be great, you know, to get Bob Steele all over the car and the normal colors and go down to Lakeland and put on a show and uh, hopefully bring home the hardware. Well, I'll tell you, in years past, you know, it has been a homecoming for some people. I, I remember when uh, when Buggy Pletcher and uh, I think it was Pletcher and uh, uh, Derek Kelly. Right. Derek Kelly and him had a – they come, of course, Kelly, every time they come to Lakeland, he had a, half the fans in the stands, I think, were cheering for him. But the, those two had a fight to the finish, and they had to. De- it was decided like a photograph. I mean, there was a bumper, literally a bumper, was how much decided the race. And uh, you know, of course, everybody in the grandstands was going crazy for the two Florida guys. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure you'll have a a crowd full of people cheering for you, man. I hope so. I mean, I'd love to put on a show like that for him. Uh, Travis, in, uh, in wrapping this up, you got anybody else you want to thank? Uh, I'd really like to thank my family, uh, my dad for backing me up, and um, everybody I miss them and I love them, and uh, I can't wait to get down there March 15th. All right. We'll be looking forward to it for sure. Thanks for spending some time with us, Travis. Appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Anytime, guys. All right. All right. Always good to talk to Travis Kittleson, man. A, a class act. Absolutely. I mean, class act. I, I I've interviewed him at Bradenton, and I've uh, all over the state. You know, watched him race, and I mean, this kid—he he is one tough race car driver. Yeah, he's definitely one of the good guys. We hope he. Uh, we know he'll do well in the Pro Cup. Yeah, uh, no yeah, doubt. Whoever uh, finally lands him on a permanent ride is getting something. Oh, yeah.